evening slash afternoon slash whenever you are listening to this, ladies and gentlemen. This is Red and Blue Hate Yellow with me as always and only him this week, unfortunately. I know you like listening to the bash off, but he's not with us this week. Our regular co-host, Sean McGovern. Sean. Greetings, people of Earth, and we are, of course, brought to you by the Soccer Desk Network, available on the SoundCloud. Awkward silence. (laughs) I was going to make a really terrible joke about the Philly game on Saturday, but I've decided to Oh, just wait, just wait, we'll get to that. Um, so... I'm your host, Noah Hotailing. I can't remember if I already said that. You didn't. I think I did. I think I did. Let's and then keep, insulted let's just you. just keep going, please. By saying that you weren't as good as Mike, and then you came That's up That's not really silence. a statement anyone isn't clued into. <laughs> I feel I, I feel I got grandfathered actually, into this show. Are you kidding me? You got grandfathered in. Well, you know, we can replace you anytime you wish. I don't want to get replaced. That's exactly my point, so quit your bitching. I'm just a fact. Quit your bitching. I'm not bitching. Quit your bitching. Anyway, we don't have a whole lot to talk about this week. Let's let's be honest here. Um, I don't remember the Red Bull game, because I was celebrating the Arsenal FA Cup win, which was fun and weird, and um, I actually didn't get to watch it until after I had got done drinking celebrating them winning it and watching the Red Bull game and then came home and watched it for you know the first time and uh, thoroughly enjoyed uh, you know rewatching it knowing how the outcome was um, probably wouldn't have rewatched it had whole city won um, which Arsenal tried their damnedest to start off by you know making it a fair game be like alright we're going to spot you two in the first eight minutes don't worry thank us afterwards and then proceeded to claw their way back in the only way Arsenal knows how to in a tough victory. So and then I watched the, uh, you know, well, before that, I'd watched the Red Bull game, which wound up and Jermaine Defoe apparently didn't make the English roster and, you know, scored a kind of solid goal. And that was kind of the last thing I remember really about that game, besides just being frustrated at the lack of attack and offense and, um, yeah, it was uh, – somebody said on MLS Fantasy about their MLS Fantasy team because I had actually – I don't have Henri this week. I benched him for uh, – I traded for Bradley Wright Phillips who's been kind of on his own tear for the Red Bulls. And uh, somebody said it's never a good sign when Henri gets defensive point, bonus points in uh, in fantasy, and that is absolutely true. Don't want to see one of your star attacking players getting defensive bonus points because you're playing on your half of the field so much. Yeah, and that's kind of what happened this weekend for uh, for the Red Bulls. It was kind of miserable. They need to do better. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. We've gone over it. It's two losses in a row. Um, we'll see what happens when uh, they play Portland later in the week. Uh, but for right now, it was disappointing. Um, they've got shit to figure out. Um Especially if Peggy's out for Peggy Lulandula being out doesn't help this team right now. Um, especially considering your other big um, DP Tim Cahill is out playing for Australia for the World Cup, which is good for him. Uh, but you know when you start 
losing midfielders and relying on a midfield core that's not exactly the most attack oriented it could be uh it could get ugly because um, then you're just relying on your 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 outside midfielders your your wingers basically to to try to generate attack from the midfield and there's only so much Lloyd Sam and Johnny Steele who actually Johnny Steele's now been called up to the Northern Ireland team so we lose him yeah you know it's uh got to figure out a way to generate attack and they did not figure out how to do that really and they lost to nothing I mean I think that the second goal if I remember correctly was scored and it was like the 80 something minute it I don't know so you know it was what it was and uh we'll see what they do we'll see how they bounce back from this do you want to talk about which which game do you want to talk about first you want to start on the high note and then work your way down into the depths um well I, I figured we'd do it in the order in which they occurred so yeah you want so to we're gonna we're gonna start off on a high note kind of weird high note ladies and gentlemen Am I eating my words? No. Uh, two things occurred that kind of make me want to get fed my own lunch. First of all, the uh, first goal of the of the match on Wednesday against Sporting KC. Oh, Sporting KC. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. There's a language infarction. Mm-hmm. Danny Cruz. Correct. Swooped in at the right moment. You know, capitalized and got the goal. Doing pretty much the exact thing I accused him of not doing for the past season. Um, good on you, dude. Do more of that. That's all, that's really all I can say. I'm not, I'm, you know, that's what you're here for. That's what you should have been doing for the past couple games that you did not do. I want to, I speaking of Danny Cruz, because this debate started right before Danny Cruz scored that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Barish and myself were kind of down on, on Danny Cruz and what Danny Cruz does. Cause, and Julian had been defending Danny Cruz because he works harder than anybody else on the team. And I made, you know, a couple of references to, you know, well, works hard and being able to, 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 score goals and do all this you know they're not equal and I will say this till the end of the time I've said this on the show before I've said this repeatedly Danny Cruz drives me nuts as a player because he's everything just that I hate about a player he is athletically gifted and that's it he gets I mean I've seen him make more runs where he just speeds down the field and then skies the ball into you know the the 15th row of PPL park because that's what he does. He, he doesn't have a finishing touch. He, he doesn't have anything that makes a great, he doesn't have vision. He doesn't have anything that makes a soccer player, a great soccer player. The, except for athletic ability. I think he'd be amazing at track or something along those lines as a team sport player where you have to rely on vision and passing. And I don't think he has, it. I will say it. And, it, and Wednesday's game changes nothing. As a matter of fact, um, right after he scored, Julian directed a tweet at me and, and Brian and said, you know, basically suck it. Um, 
when he scored the goal. And, you know, I said, this doesn't really change anything. Like, just because you fall out of a boat and hit water doesn't mean your aim's good. And you watch that goal, and it is a stereotypical Danny Cruz goal. He's just hustling a lot. Basically gets to the ball at the same time, I think it was uh, Sinovich, gets to it. And basically just kicks it as hard as he can. And he happens to be so close to net, he cannot miss from that angle. Like, none of that is, like, he falls... Um, he's done it before. Well, that's not saying much. That's not saying much about him. So I did some uh, stat searching on Mr. Danny Cruz because this is my my biggest gripe, and I'm going to have to look up this stat again. But Danny Cruz for an attacking player is very much meh, 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 and uh, I got to remember how many goals it is in the past six years that he's scored it is terrible for an attacking player and can we agree that Danny Cruz is an attacking player am I, am I at least right I in don't assume- think there's a doubt of that like, <clears throat> like you don't keep Danny Cruz on because he is a solid I mean his defensive work might be alright but I don't ever hear somebody going oh no Danny Cruz yeah that guy's like a great defender no you put him in because you need an attacking option in his since he's been in the league which is 2009, so five years. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you guess how many goals he has had in those five years. Thirteen. Out, out, out of 118 appearances. Thirteen. You think thirteen? Yeah. You have guessed too high. <laughs> he has ten goals in five years as an attacking player. Ten. He has averaged two goals a year since he has come into the league. Only one year has he been above that mean. Last year, he had three goals. Danny Cruz is entirely what is... Like, like I just don't even know how to describe... Danny Cruz. Like, I, I I described it on Twitter as Danny Cruz scoring a goal is like proof of concept for Hackworth. Like, that goal is such a proof of Hackworth concept. Like, where you just kind of work really hard and do the best you can in a situation and you get rewarded for it. There, like, I... I just can't even describe the frustration of watching that goal. And it's just like, it's so... And then how they celebrated the goal. Like, for Philly fans who were excited about that goal and excited about the celebration, don't be. It is exactly why you guys lost 5-2 to two on the weekend. Because everybody went and gave Hackworth a big group fucking hug including Danny Cruz, they all ran over the sideline, they got a big big group hug around Hackworth, and like, it's going to be okay, coach, we've got your back. And then your coach basically shits the bed on Saturday, and you get demolished 
by the New England Revolution. Now, the revolu- oh, whoa, 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 Kibasabi. Okay. First of all, um, to sum up what I was going to say about the uh, game on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of pleased with, uh, with how they played, obviously. I mean, they were all heart that entire game. Granted, I am in... You and me are on the same page when it comes to Mr. Cruz. Mm-hmm. At the same time, while I can... I can also see where Julian's coming from, and I respect the guy's heart, and I respect his effort. No. But as okay. I have said on the show two weeks ago, three weeks ago, if you're not getting results, I don't care. He got a result. My hat's off to him. He did a good job. You know, for that play, he was right man, right time, right place. I respect that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Because again, when you do well, you should be, you know, acknowledged. But yes, Danny Cruz is kind of like when I played sports. And at the end of the year, we all lined up, and I got my little trophy that said participant. That's pretty much where he is. He might have a moment of, like, really good, um, you know, he, he might be on every time, but he's not all the way on. He's not doing what he's supposed to do, you know, which is capitalized like that, which is dive in out of nowhere and just, you know, be on point for us. Mm-hmm. So, Wednesday, awesome job. Uh, yeah, and... Yeah, it, it seemed like they were a team changed after uh, you know after all the hellfire they'd they'd gone through in terms of the press and the fans and everything. And it, and hey, a win on the road is great. Win on the road is phenomenal. Yeah, especially against Kansas City, which is usually for the most part a really solid team. Oh no, I granted. Now. good job. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> now, I'm Newton Bitter. Let's talk about Saturday. Mm-hmm. Is the celebration on Wednesday, the two celebrations, mind you, because each time they made a point to give Hackworth, you know, recognition and a pat on the head, physically a pat on the head. Is that indicative of everything that's been wrong this season? Um... It's kind of hard to tell against New England. New England took the top spot this week. Mm-hmm. Liter- literally, I mean, they dethroned KC. They're yeah, not. KC's... They're not twenty points. KC is at seventeen. Yep, yeah, KC uh, struggled this week. Lost both of their games. And, you know, coming off their big victory against Seattle, which was uh, to any Sounders fans out there. We got three points. Not the points we wanted. We got three, you got zip. Sorry, I had to had to brag for a moment. But yeah, um And they didn't give up the entire game. I much prefer that to the way I honestly thought it was going to go. You know, I really did think that it was going to be Okay, there's this. There's New England's second goal. Well, it was fun. 
You know, if I leave now, I could make it in home in time for Mad About You. But, you know, I didn't have that sensation. They, they did... They, they stayed in the game. Even though they got crushed. Not obliterated, but crushed. Mm-hmm. But do I think the win against KC immediately shot to their heads? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I think Hackworth should have caught that? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. This Saturday's game should not have been the trouncing that it was. Mm-hmm. And it was a trouncing. I don't care if we... Oh, we they only beat us by two points. It's soccer. That's Miles. Mm-hmm. And, look, you know, the afterglow of a victory, especially against KC, I can see a lot of people who, you know, were ready to be like, yeah, you know, we're turning the ship around. We we nudge the wheel. <laughs> we're not heading straight for the iceberg, but it's still looming towards us. I, I don't even have the thrust in me to, like, fucking do an editorial tonight. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, about, you know, I, I, I've said everything. You know, mm-hmm. it would just be reiteration of the last couple episodes. Again, am I completely on the sack hack train? I'm dragging a foot along the ground. I'm not completely on it yet. But it's, it continues to become difficult to remain so. Don't worry, folks. I'm dragging him onto the train whether he likes it or not. Hackworth needs to go. And if you think this team... If you think Philadelphia has any gumption of rallying behind him and being able to... Even if the players rally behind him at this point, he's in over his head. No, no, here's the thing. Because I... Okay. It's great when you rally behind the coach. It's great when, Mm -hmm. you know... You're gonna you're gonna prove all us naysayers wrong. You're gonna feed us our own lunch, and you're gonna take the fucking championship. Curious thing about that, though, in order to have that moment, you have to turn the ship around, feed us our fucking lunch, and win the fucking championship. And you don't do that by getting one win and then immediately pissing yourself. Don't get me wrong. Better showing than it has been. You know, I, I'll, I'll give you credit for that. It was, it's, this past week was far different from some of the, from pretty much the rest of the season. Not enough. Well, clearly. Need more. And in terms of sack hack, don't sack hack, man, as far as I'm concerned, you're going to have fickle fans. You're going to have fans who are on and off the bandwagon. I have no qualms in saying I'm 90% on it. I appreciate the political subtlety of not fucking up something that's working. But again, reiteration, it's not working. We saw some flashes. We saw some good shit. Not working all the way. So, you know what? We'll see what Harvest yields back in fucking 
fucking August, I guess, at this point, because Lord knows the front office isn't going to do anything drastic till drastic yet. Perfect but, time to do something drastic is right now, right before the World Cup break. I mean, they might as... It, I don't it's know. It's fucking sweeps week. It might, you might as well. It might, I, <laughs> might I mean, as well. We're, well, it's not like sweeps week yet, but I mean, we're getting close to World Cup soccer here, and there, there's a, there is a break in June. I think they gotta, I, to me, I don't know, make the move beforehand. Um, alright, let, let, let's stop talking about this. I, 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 the, this is depressing. I'm just oh, talking come about on. Let's keep beating this grease sting that used to be a dead horse. No, let's, let's not. So, fun thing, uh, we all know that over the summer, Arsenal will be coming to the United States. They will be playing the New York Red Bulls at Red Bull Arena come July. The Philadelphia Union have just announced their first international friendly for, for the summer. And who did they announce? Crystal Palace. That's going to bring in them bucks. I'll bring in those Euro snobs. <laughs> Crystal Palace. You might as well just schedule another game against an MLS side for, I for bringing in Crystal. I was hoping that it was a line from Edgar Allan Poe's Ligia. And well, that we were going to end up playing a soccer match against Edgar Allan Poe impersonators. I would, I would love to see that. But it turns out Crystal Palace is the Crystal Palace I thought it was. <laughs> You know what's even better about Crystal Palace? And I say this all the time when I watch them play uh, home 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 games um, in EPL. Is they are about the most American English side ever. I don't know. Have you ever watched a Crystal Palace game? I I've seen about uh, a half. Okay, so their supporter sections sing a lot of the same songs that MLS supporter sections sing. A lot of similarity in, like, the songs that get sung, including, you know, the I Believe Will Win chants, like, like, everything. Like, down, down to the fact that they, like, hang the same types of banners in front of their supporter section. Hold on. That we do. I'm going to keep talking. Oh, I just muted it, so you're good. Uh Oh. So, not only that, when they come running out to the field, fireworks, there is a big bald eagle mascot that they have, because I, I think they're the bald eagles. I'm not sure. It's an eagle mascot, regardless. Not only that, do they have they have live eagles that fly around, like trained eagles that fly around with bird trainers. It is about the most American spectacle that you can see in English football. It is awesome. The only way it gets better is if they actually sing the United States National Anthem before a game. I'm sure we can make this happen. I really... Oh, I was so excited to see Crystal Palace was coming to the United States. I will not go to that game because I've already seen Philadelphia Union play MLS sides. I don't need to watch that game. It's amazing that they picked Crystal Palace of all people to play at... Like, I don't get it. Your brother has been, like, adamantly just... I, I, You might want to put him on suicide watch. No, no, thankfully our uh, sibling rivalry prevents me from doing that. Fair enough. I have no way to actually answer that. But no. I know, that's why I said it. That's 
it was awesome reading Richard's tweets when they announced that game. I literally thought he was going to jump off the bridge that leads to, to PPL Park. <laughs> like Crystal Palace. Uh, and then, you know, prefaced it by list, listing all, like, you know, the the clubs that are getting bigger EPL sides to come to their, their stadiums over the summer. Like, And, of course, the biggest one being, being Arsenal showing up to Red Bull Arena which is probably going to be the Terry Henry testimonial because Henry is probably most likely done after the season. So bring, you know, the club that he made his name at and uh, play them. First time in the United States since, I think, 1989. So, you know, it's a that that's being considered, like, the biggest English team coming over just because they don't do it often. They're only coming over for one date. It's not like they're going other places. They come over, they play the Red Bulls, and then fly off to wherever they're jet-setting. So, I'm super excited about that game, unless I can get paid for my tickets. And by paid, I mean big, big, big bucks. Then I am not ashamed to shank some Arsenal fan out of their hard-earned money if they really want to see Arsenal play in the United States. Then I'm okay with it. But nobody's hit my price point yet. Shaking my head. I'm glad my microphone doesn't pick up sighing. <laughs> Why? No particular reason. <sighs> Sean, some people's just got to get paid. I'm sorry. I... Could you could you say that again, please? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 I distinctly heard crazy. Oh. Uh, I'm afraid you're gonna hit me through the microphone if I say it again. So. Bitch, you're damn right. I'll hit you through the fucking microphone. <laughs> See, that's what I was afraid of. <laughs> so, um, let's see. What else can we talk about? Um, let's take a look at the standings really quick because... I don't want to take a look the at the standings. The biggest shake-up was because of the union. We should take full credit for this. That way the week wasn't a complete up-and-down roller coaster. It's still an up-and-down roller coaster. It was mostly up. Don't want to hear it, Noah. Yep. Okay. Okay, East Coast really quick. You got New England on top, followed by Sporting KC at 17. They're tied with Houston. DC mm-hmm. United at 15. Ugh. New York Red Bull, 14. Mm-hmm. The son of a bitch-ass bastards are at 13 points. TFC, Correct. 12, tied with Chicago. Mm-hmm. Then, hovering over the abyss, my sweet, sweet union, with 11 points, and in last place, Beatlebomb Montreal with seven. Correct. So, Mr. Hotelling, who you got mm-hmm. this week? Um, this week we have on Saturday night at 7.30, I believe. I believe it's 7.30. I have no idea. Um, we have, oh, it's actually at 7 o'clock. I apologize. We have the Portland Timbers. Uh, We're sitting second to last place in Uh, the West. hmm. Portland Timbers. I have different information than you, apparently. Uh, Apparently, who do you who do you think it? I know it's the Portland Timbers. I think you might be right. Uh, This. Who did you think? I'm kind of curious as who you thought we were playing. Oh yeah, it is Saturday. I I moved too far forward. My apologies. You've got... Fuck me, Freddy. Okay, cool. Yep, no, 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 you're good. Seven o'clock. 
You guys brought the Timbers. Oh, you were looking at the Kansas City game? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, why I was like, uh, really? Um, hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. How are you feeling about that? Um, I hate being confident about a game against a team that has legitimately one win. Because I feel like those are the types of games that you can, I don't know, I just feel like we lose those all the time. Like, these are the games that we should win, <laughs> and we don't ever figure out how to fucking mount that challenge. I don't know. I can think of one game against a team that had one win to their name that you guys totally did okay with. Yeah, but that's different. Henri gets up for that game. Like, Henri wakes up and, like, has, like, a Phillies baseball hat that he looks at and spits on before they play the Philadelphia Union. You realize the Philadelphia Union also sells baseball caps. No, I'm just saying he hates the city of Philadelphia so much that he, could, he, he like, brings it to a baseball level. <laughs> like, it's not even just soccer. Like, yeah, we know he hates, we hate, he hates the Union, but, like... That's why I said Philly's baseball cap. Because, like, that's, like, he just hates Philadelphia that much. He wakes up, he's like, spit on that. And then he, like, you know, wipes his ass with an Eagles jersey or something. I don't know. Terry Henry gets up for that game and hates that. Like, he hates everything about Philadelphia. And I'm not sure why, but he wakes up for that game. He loves trolling your fans. Like, he lives for the moment, like, when he gets to wave goodbye to either... At PPL Park or at Red Bull Arena, wherever he is. You do realize he to... you just turned him into one of the saddest people in the world. He lives for the moment he gets to wave goodbye to us. Yeah. No, he does. Because usually it means that he's on top of the world beating your team. And he will remind you of the score usually as he's walking away. And then, you know, just waves goodbye. And then sarcastically claps at you like he's cheering you on. As you flip him off and do whatever, you know self-respecting Philadelphia fans do. Same thing that self-respecting New York fans do when, you know, we see Mike McGee. And I don't know why. So, you know, it's, it's different. <laughs> you, you get, like, Portland Timbers. Like, Henri doesn't, like, I I don't feel like, like players like Henri wake up for this game. You know what I mean? Like, it, they're looking at a lower division opponent. The rest of the team, it's not, it's not that same mentality. So, it, you can't just say, well, you woke up against Philly. Like, yeah, they're going to wake up against Philly. Because in a lot of players' minds who haven't been around since, you know, the D.C. rivalry, Phillies, to them, they, they recognize, especially, maybe that's why Henri does it, because he, he associates all sports and realizes that New York and Philly hate each other. Maybe that's, you know, his reasoning. Um, But, I don't know. Uh, I hate... It's not that I hate the Portland Timbers. I actually don't mind the Portland Timbers. Uh, don't mind their fan base so much. It's I hate their coach and I hate their owner. Like, I like the players on that team, too. Like, if I had to, like, take a player off that team, like Will Johnson in a, in a heartbeat, I'd take Will Johnson. Agreed, yeah. And now the prediction? Oh, I'm still thinking, like, I, that, that silence wasn't me just not knowing what to, to talk about. It's just trying to think. I, It's in Red Bull Arena. Yes. Crowd's going to be fired up. Yes. I would think. Um, Memorial Day weekend, I'm going to say 
attendance might be a little lackluster. Probably not, though. I don't know. It's a Saturday night. It's not like they did it Sunday afternoon, Memorial Day weekend. Crowd fired up behind the boys. You know, if Peggy's playing, this is going to be a conditional. If Peggy's playing, I'd say it's a 2-1 win. Peggy's not playing, 1-1 draw. It's conditional on Peggy. I really think like the midfield suffers a lot when he's not on the field, and he's still day-to-day as of today. Okay, fair enough. Um, so I'm going to say, yeah, if, if Peggy's playing 2-1, I think that's what brings the attack all together. Um, I think they're going to be a little bit fired up after, hopefully they're fired up after, you know, not showing up in Toronto too well. It was It wasn't a great game, so, you know, you hope after two kind of games, especially against the Chicago game where you're, you know, you got showed up at Red Bull Arena. You know, I'm going to predict a win. 2-1 if Peggy... Yeah, I'm sticking with my prediction, actually. No, it's it's going to be the same. It's not... I think they're going to want to make a little bit of justif... You know, uh, uh, not justify, but uh, look for a little bit of redemption at home in front of the home crowd. Okay. So. Agreeable. Agreeable. Um... Philadelphia has... Going up against La. L.A. Which L.A.? Galaxy. The the bottom dwellers. Yes. The cellar dwellers. The ones who have the same number of wins as we do. Correct. Uh... Home game? Away game? Away game. In L.A. Yeah. L.A. struggled this year. I mean, I mean, they only have eight games played. They're kind of like Toronto nine. in that fact. No, that's a, their points. Okay, yeah, you're, nine right, points. you're right. You're right. Eight games played. Uh-huh. Uh, my prediction for this one, uh, 2-1 Union. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But, Noah, Noah, we beat KC. So clearly it's going to be all sunshine and daffodils from now till doomsday. Yeah, apparently you guys are just going to lose home games because, you know, the home fans just boo Hackworth and the team can't deal with it. Low blow. No, it's not a low blow. I'm that's not a, saying it's wrong. I, that's, a, that's a blow at the team. That has nothing to do with you guys. I think you guys are entirely within your rights, but... Apparently the team doesn't feel that way, and if so, I think they need, I don't know, figure out who they play for. You know what, man? Um, I'm, I'm sticking with my 2-1. 2-1? So okay. Uh, you know what? It's possible. It's an away game. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. It's, it's Sean tested. Noah approved. I, I think you're right. It's an away game. I'm going to put some credence into the fact that Hackworth was completely right in his in his stance that the players were adversely affected by fans booing and weren't they they're just not getting up for games at PPL because they're upset about I don't know. Okay, you know what? If that's the case then we deserve the record we have because the team should not have the emotional stability of a box turtle. Fair enough. I'm not saying that I'm not saying it's right if they're doing that. I don't know. Anyway, so, all right, so we both kind of have 2-1 tentatively on my part. Anything else we need to talk about? I got a goiter. 
That's disturbing. You're telling me. And now I have a mental image I cannot get rid of. It looks kind of like Nixon. Is it on your neck? No. But I don't. Actually, I don't want to know where you're going to say it is. So. Oh, no, I'm going to straighten it out. There you go. We're just going to assume it's on your neck. On that so, note. Um, you can find us on the Twitter at Red Blue H Yellow. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Red Blue H Yellow, WordPress, www.redandbluehateyellow.wordpress.com. You can find myself on Twitter at Real A Spade. You can find Sean at SMCG29. Um, you can find our shows either on our WordPress site or the places I have mentioned above. You can also find us on the Soccer Desk, um, soccerdesk.com. Um, you can also find us on SoundCloud. Just search the Soccer Desk Network. And Speaking of Soccer Desk, if you guys want the other side of the story for this week's uh, Red Bull match, you should totally t- check out Five Minutes to Kickoff on the Soccer Desk Network. Correct. I'm sure they will be talking about that. I don't know if they have a guest lined up, um, but... They usually, uh, is it, I believe it's Thursdays they're out. It's Thursdays yeah, or Friday. Thursdays. Can't remember. Um, I'm sure they will have tons of insight. I know I will be listening to, to see what they think is going to happen this week. Um, just to see as it goes. Um, it's always fun to hear other fans' perspectives about a game coming up, especially, um, one completely opposite your own. So yeah, check it out for Red Bull fans. Um, five minutes to kick off, uh, a, very solid Portland Timbers podcast. Um, but don't forget also bounce around the Soccer Desk Network on SoundCloud. Check out check out all the fine podcasts there. Um, that's really the, it for this low energy episode. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. Believe me, it could have been a lot worse. But uh, hey, at least this summer the New York Red Bulls will be able to compete for the FA Cup because isn't that how it works now that Arsenal's won it? If we win the friendly over the summer, we're FA Cup champions. That's how that works, right? You know something, dude? I have always avoided certain chants and certain um, references to your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was never one to shy away from the fact that you guys finally got some hardware, you know, and to give you guys credit for that. Mm-hmm. Don't pull this shit on me now, man. No, that's not how that fucking works. fucking try to, you know... We're going to be FA... No, you we are not. win the FA Noah, Cup. I will hit you <laughs> so damn hard, your grandkids are going to be born with broken jaws. I'm telling you. FA Cup champions. Right there. New York Red Bulls. That's how that works. It's for all the marbles. If they had won Champions League, we would be Champions League champions after that. I'm going to punch you in the ear and make you feel it in the gut. Oh, my God. I just... I, I say it with all the sarcasm in the world, because it's just fun. It doesn't matter, you're bringing it up. Uh, So, anyway, um, with that, I have been your host, Noah Hotailing. Junior co-pilot, Sean McGovern. This has been Red and Blue Hate Yellow. Thanks for listening, folks. Namaste, bitches. (laughs)